smoked everybody. They smoked everybody. They and then look what they did. What like third? That I think that goes to show. I think that e- the EPL is top heavy for sure. It, 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 let's how, how far we do we say EPL goes? Because Man, I don't like Manchester United. They're not good. Uh, I don't like Chelsea, so even it's though the, they got it's like but, the top six, right? So okay. it's Chelsea, Arsenal, Man U, Liverpool, Liverpool, Tottenham, Tottenham, and what did I miss? But and, but but and did you get City? Did you say City? It's Man- United, City, mm-hmm. Chelsea, Liverpool, Tottenham. That's it. That's it. So, but there's there's one other team that's thrown in there. As the, who? There's there's six teams that are that are um, uh, who was good recently. Uh, the Wolves or something like that. Well, no, Wolves is a mid tier. That's mid tier. Uh, Leicester. How did Leicester win EPL? But that's what you I'm see? saying though. Like you don't that, have you don't that, have teams like that winning. Like you don't have teams like that winning the league in other in other in other countries. Because you know why. You know, you know, everybody on the Left Hand Labs podcast, you know who I like. Forza Juve, Fino mm-hmm. Alafini. Mm-hmm. We are on like nine in a row, I think. Mm-hmm. We we had we aiming for ten this year in a row. And it's not because the Serie A is weak, as some people... It, that People say the Serie A is weak, right? Okay. Yeah. Look at the Champions League, final four or six, the past... Maybe five, six years. Roma was in the semifinal. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I know, yeah, I remember Roma that. was in yeah. the semifinal. Um, Atalanta was destroying everybody. Yeah. With the, uh, Milan is always, is always Mil- in the Mil- 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 Na- Oh, no, no. Napoli is yeah, always Napoli in the top. Is, in. Uh, is, is, is probably top four in Champions League. It's, this is not by mistake. It's yeah. because... Italy is strong, and the quality of football there is strong, and much stronger than every place else. In my opinion, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of EPL. Everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. It's. I just don't agree with the notion that oh, it's just so. It's so physical. It's so this. It's so that. Because every big EPL player, like uh, Hazard, for example, mm-hmm. what has he done? Yeah. For Real Madrid. Yeah, nothing. I, I told mean, everyone... Look at Gareth Bale. Gareth I mean, Bale. After, after... Well, he did win a lot. He at, won at a Madrid, lot at, at Madrid. At, but... Now, they got him from top, from Tottenham, yes, right? Yes. He's now back there. He's ba- oh, he's back? Yeah, he's back. I didn't know that. So, what happened was, he went to Real Madrid, and he was he was lighting it up. Like, he they won, he won like... Yeah. Like, oh, what, 10 they, trophies? They, something they, like something they, they, they lit it up. They lit it so, up. But then he had a contract... Or not a contract dispute, but Zidane he Zidane didn't like him or something like that? He was that? getting hurt a bunch. Oh, he was getting he was hurt. prone. Okay. What ended up happening was, Zidane had to put, make a team without him. Oh, yeah. Where it was like, all right, how are we going to win games without Bale? And that team killed it. So him and Hamas. And then he when... Did dirty, too. Yeah, Hamas was... But he, the same thing happened with him, too. But when um, when Bale came back, mm-hmm. there was nowhere to put him because the team that they had established was already doing so well. Uh-huh. They're already doing so well. So now he's just sitting at Madrid for like the last season and a half, two seasons. Just sitting. And so then he that now he left back for Tottenham, and I don't really know what he's he's doing there now. I mean, he still has to get acclimated to the squad. He's gotten some playing minutes, but he hasn't been doing anything crazy. He's not not anything like before he left. Yeah, so back in like what oh uh, twelve, yeah. not twelve, but twelve. I was mad long ago. But, I wasn't even watching soccer then, yeah. but I know he was there. But I, back to what you're saying about Italy, the problem isn't that Italy's weak. I think to frame it like that would be just disrespectful to any league. Anywhere. That's what they do. People know, tell but, me, but "Oh, you wrong. like Juve? Oh, Italy's so yeah. weak. Syria is so weak." They're it's wrong. Th- it's they're they're wrong. wrong. It's but, not true. But 
I think the operative word is balance. The balance of power, especially in in Germany, in, in Spain. France, in Spain and in Italy, every, every t- all the top, top leagues is is messed up. I mean, what? Uh, so Juve is about to go for ten. Bayern is going for like yeah. nine in a row this season. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's close now mm-hmm. in Germany. It's very close, but they're still aiming to go for nine in a row. Uh-huh. And then what? How many have, have PSG won of the last like twenty years? That's true. But this is this. I think it's because. Not it's not a discredit to the leagues. It's just that the top teams are so good. Yeah. They're the best teams in the world. Yeah. It's simply put. But that's what makes the EPL very entertaining for certain people. Yeah, is that you don't have that decade long run where it's like, all right, well, we know that PSG is going to win the league again. Okay, now I got a question for you. All right, if PSG right now was in EPL, mm-hmm. where would they finish? <sighs> I mean, I say they get a Champions League spot. I say they they're, they're wait like, wait <laughs> like a Champions League spot. I I listen. You gotta look at where the teams are placed. I mean, like they any given year in the EPL, you have a team like Liverpool who puts up way more than hundred points. That's, I don't. Okay. I think I think that PSG any given year is definitely doing 80, or 80, 80 points, but I think they're gonna struggle every year to put up ninety points. Okay, so maybe all right. So, so I think this is I PSG. Think top, this I is PSG. Yeah. I think PSG is winning e- EPL. Juve, we would destroy EPL. We would light EPL on fire. We would. Uh, it would be but so easy. You see, these, you see these matchups happen in the Champions League, and it's not like that, though. It's not like that. No, it's for not us, like that, bro. No. Whenever we play somebody from the EPL. We washed them up in the in Champions PSG, League. Bro. Like, oh PSG, no, not PSG. I don't like PSG. PSG doesn't do well. In yeah, PSG. PSG. PSG is not. That was the. That was the wrong team. PSG is not like a powerhouse. They never win Champions League. Let's say Barcelona, a couple years ago, because they're trash oh, yeah, now. Yeah, they're Barcelona trash now. Right Barcelona now, is sure, trash man. now. Prom Barcelona, or or a Prom Madrid. They they don't win EPL. Oh, of course. Of course they'll, they'll win. Of course they have an opportunity to win. No, 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 no. Okay, opportunity or they win. The that's the thing though. It's every it's any given year. So like I I can't sit here and say like oh yeah they would absolutely win on this given year. I okay. think that if you put Barcelona or if you put Madrid or if you put Juventus in the EPL for five years, yes they're winning. Mm-hmm. They're gonna win. Like that's just how it works. Okay. Um, but that's the thing about the EPL. It's not they're not gonna if you put Juve in the EPL, they're not gonna dominate no. the same way that oh. they do oh. in Italy. I don't think they will. Oh. All right, bro. Leicester City just won. Just, the Leicester City won like five years. ago. That is my whole point. How? Le, but it's because they're le, good. Look, Leicester won EPL, right? Yes. Uh, Fiorentina would never win Serie A. Never. It would just never happen. So are you saying that is so, it because Leicester is... It's because the teams at the top are so good that it would just be impossible. Mm-hmm. That is my case for EPL. How can that... If if EPL was so strong, mm-hmm. how can a team that... Didn't they... Ju- they just got um, promoted to EPL uh, from to, to, to the top. They were in... They were in League One, EF, EPL League One, or whatever it's called. The championship, yeah. The they championship. were in the championship because I, 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 I play FIFA. I always grab a, a, a bottom team. Like, I'll get uh, the Blackburn Rovers. You mean the only way to play? Like, that's, that's the, the only, only way, way to play. play. That's the only way to play FIFA. Like but it, it is the only way to play, but they, they need to add some more stuff to, to I mean, correct. Yeah, you got to play football manager. Football, football manager? manager? 
Football Manager is like basically take like fantasy yeah. mixed with like manager mode in FIFA. Is it a game? Yeah, or like it's on a, game. a on it's a, a game. So it's a computer game, but it's like a simu. It's a it's more like a simulator. Okay, so you like, You get to like the the attention to detail and the amount of decisions you can make and all the things that you can do oh. are like real manager stuff. Oh, so like you send scouts out, like and then but you have no control over the play. It's like a, it's just it just runs like a simulation with a result. I like doing that. though. So that's so like for like if you're a hardcore like ma- like career Friends mode guy, are, yeah, or, like you me. you like be like playing like the manager, like like being the boss and like. And making those decisions, it's called Football Manager, and they they release a game every year. Oh, like that's what like the hardcore soccer fans. I never play. know about that. See, I'm the type. I just gave away. I just gave up my my FIFA 20 career mode. I'm like nine years deep with um nine seasons. Nine seasons because well, the games you, you in FIFA go quick. Yeah, well, do you play the games? I play every game. Okay, I play every okay. game. The, FIFA, FIFA, FIFA is is quick. Yeah. And I, I'll get rid of everybody. I'll sell everybody and just go with all youth players and just build them up. Yeah. That's what I'll do. But the games are quick. But in like Madden or something like that, I sim. I put. Yeah. I like. I like having the stats be normalized, like uh, be be the same as the other players. I want it to be realistic yeah. of the other team. So I'll go. I'll start a franchise mode, and I put it on fifteen minute quarters. I'll give myself. I'll play the first quarter. Then I sim the the next two or play key moments or something like that, mm-hmm. and then I'll jump in on the fourth if it's like uh, a one possession game or something like that. If not, I just sim. You got to take the sticks. Over yeah, yourself, you, yeah. Right? That's the only way to play franchise mode. But I think franchise mode is lacking in every okay. in, in every sports, but except two K. Two K's franchise mode is good. I yeah. like two K. Well, two K also has done the most in terms of their their play, like be a player mode. Yeah, they try to actually make it cinematic. Which, yeah. NHL was actually the first game to do that, be a which, promo, is, really, which is really what people like, which is what drew me to, to like be a, like be a pro. Yeah, whereas like you could like hop in and like live those moments, you can get really immersed in it. Yeah, so NHL was like the first to do that. Where like you had like the little moments, like you driving to the stadium. Oh, for real? NHL was one of the oh, first. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's then crazy. 2K followed up where they start actually having like a story mode where yeah. you're like, all right, I'm gonna be, uh, you know, you start out and like. I, I don't know. There's different stories, but you start yeah. in college or yeah. high school, and you get to actually play. And you work that. your way up. Yeah. Um, also, another real quickly on that. I don't know if you remember. Did you play the old NCAA football games? NCAA 14. I, I I'm not embarrassed to say this. I go on YouTube and I watch people <laughs> do like uh, roll the glory modes where they they'll take a team and recruit new people in and try to make it a, the team a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. We're missing stuff like that. I think it was 14. Is it NCAA 14? It was 13 or 14. What you could do in that game, Mm -hmm. you made a player, Mm -hmm. right? You graduated them through college. Mm -hmm. And if you you went through that career mode, if you got the next foot, if you got the corresponding foot, like Like Madden game, you can import that player with like those attributes that you earned in NCAA and 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 play him through. Yeah. Which is like one of the most innovative things that I've seen in terms of. Oh, yeah. I used to do that back in the day. All all the NCAA football games, I used to get. Get those Madden always came out in August, mm-hmm. and NCAA football always came out in like June, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I would try to get my dad to take me to uh, to GameStop, and I would have to like trade in every mm-hmm. game I had to get the new NCAA, and I would play that for two months. Would play the career mode or whatever, and then when Madden came, it was time for Madden. Yeah, but all that is lacking. Yeah. Now I have PS Five. Do you have how 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 has your journey to next gen been? So I haven't gotten the next gen console yet. I'm an Xbox guy. Oh and no! And listen, listen. My I just got a disclaimer. Disclaimer. 
the 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 new PlayStation is by far a better machine. Okay. The PlayStation Four was a better machine. Oh, okay. Xbox really fumbled the bag with their their launch and their release. So how are you proudly an Xbox guy? I'm an Xbox. I've had all three or and going to be all four generations of Xbox. I've had the same oh. gamer tag since oh, no. like 2006. So you you t- what you're telling me is you you going you you going to try to get an Xbox. Uh, what was it X the Series X? Series. Oh. Listen, listen, it's brand loyalty, bro. I have nothing against PlayStation. Playstations are better machines. I played on Playstations. The yes. interface, I Everything. love it. The the graphics, yes. the way they run, yes. the plug and play. Yes. Like I'm I'm a big fan of all of it. Uh-huh. The only the only downside is that that's not where I started. All my friends, all my friends had Xboxes. Listen. So I've had my same Xbox account. I've had the same gamer tag. All my games are on there. I can play backwards compatibility that's with true. all my old games. Like there's just there's just and also, here's the other thing. As like as a gamer, it's not like I have a crazy setup to where the small differences in performance are gonna kill me. Okay. You know, like if we're if we're really talking like like uh, like brass tacks here, I'm not playing on like a crazy monitor. Yeah. You know, like my setup isn't isn't super ridiculous. I'm just HDMI into my TV. Yeah. So the performance differences aren't super That's not noticeable okay. for my for my setup. Okay. If you were if you were like really trying to optimize your setup and you're you're trying to go really hard and you've got like a 4K monitor yeah. and you've got uh and you've got a whole bunch of other steps to optimize your setup, mm-hmm. off like I I would probably have a PlayStation because okay. there's a better machine. But for me, me personally, all I'm looking at now is like which one of these do I want? I I want the Xbox, and even though PlayStation has better Single player games. It has better console exclusives. Better, yes, like all it has better. It just it has better cool factor. Like I'm on there. Only I just I I just got to stick with what I know. All right, now I'm gonna give you some helpful advice. All right, now I started playing. I started Sega. That was my first. Mm-hmm. Then PlayStation One. So my first real system that I spent poor hours of my life into, as maybe eight nine years old. PS1. Mm-hmm. That that was it. I started off Sony, right? Yeah. PS2 came out. Same thing. Now, friends have had Xbox. Xbox was cool. You had Halo. You had some different kind of things. Now, Xbox 360, like, that was clearly the better console. Right? Now, Xbox 360, we, now, we went from PlayStation, PlayStation 2, everybody had Xbox 360. It yeah. was over for PS3. Yeah. To PS, we didn't want PS3, especially after they stopped making them backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, we ro- we rolling with Xbox 360. I had Xbox 360 for the life of the console. Mm-hmm. I had like th- three cases of the Red Rings of Death, all of that. Everybody, all Everyone of that. Stories, bro. exactly. That's why, that's why that console was so great. Played Modern Warfare 2 till my hands hurt. Uh, oh, man, spent uh, them hours yelling over the mic at them. Everything, girls, racist bro. kids and all that on Xbox. All of that, but then. PS4 and Xbox One were announced, right? Mm -hmm. And now I had a... I think at this time I got rid of my my Xbox and got... My Xbox 360 and got a PS3. Mm -hmm. I think I did at that time. Just because. I don't know why. I I just wanted to. I played... Wanted to play... Was Mass Effect on both? I can't remember. I didn't play Mass Effect. You didn't play... You gotta play Mass Effect. Yeah, I remember. I'm younger than you. so You are younger than me. So, like, I was just... like. I was just getting into multiplayer games. Go get like, Mass Effect the okay. trilogy. Okay, do that now. If you, you got, you have Xbox. You could play back, back. You could yes. Xbox um, backwards compatible on One X and all that, right? Yep. So that you could probably go get the Xbox the Mass Effect trilogy. Okay. I want you. You're, it's it's single player game, it's, but it's the probably one of the best series ever. Okay. One and two especially. Three. 
I always go from one, I, like you, everything carries over and all the decisions you make, whatever, whatever. And I go through one, I go through two, and then I'm burnt out by the time I get to three and don't finish it. I, so I got to finish three one day, but I'm telling you. Okay. But so I'm looking at the, uh, the, the trailer for NBA 2K14. This is in the middle of the night, like two o'clock in the morning. And I said, oh, no, I got to get one of these next gen consoles. And the PS4 just so happened to be the one coming out first. Also, it's cheaper at that time. It was cheaper too. Mm-hmm. So the PS4, PS4 has usually been cheaper. Okay. Or the or PlayStations have usually been, been cheaper, cheaper than, than Xbox. Xboxes. Okay. So I said, you know what? I got dressed. This is two thirty in the morning. I got dressed. I went to Walmart. I said, excuse me, I'm trying to pre-order this PlayStation Four. They said you got to come back the next day. We can't do pre-orders right now. And I pre I came back the next day. Got my pre-order. When it picked it up at release date, look. It is what it is. All my friends had Xbox, whatever, whatever. At that time, mm-hmm. I just had to get my hands on what I could get my hands on. And whatever happened, happened. You'll make new friends that have the other system. Save yourself from Xbox. This PS5 is the best thing ever. The best system ever. Now, I optimized my my get up. I got an OLED uh up to TV that can go up to eight uh, 8K. It has a HDMI 2.1. Get a Samsung OLED TV. Mm-hmm. Playing the game on this is like the cre- the frame rate. You could pick either 100 to play at 120, or you could pick at to, to keep it um, performance mode, or or uh, I forgot the other mode, mode where right? it looks pretty. Basically, yeah. you could pick which one you want to do. It's the best thing that can happen to your video game playing experience. And I'm telling you, now I think I think it's coming to the point where games are going to be um, cross-platform. I mean, most of the big games that people are War, playing now play, are... Like, you play you Warzone? Play, yeah, of course I play Warzone. Okay, we play Warzone heavy. And you can play with people on Xbox yes. and PC. So I mean, now, like, I'm like I'm older now. Like, all the people that I knew back then, like, yeah. it doesn't... Like, I'm not, I'm not really, like, like having, like, scheduled play sessions. Okay, people, okay, okay. But the only people that I do that with... Have Xboxes. Have Xboxes. So like we'll run like we'll like we run like old zombies, like old COD Ooh. zombies, like original Black Ops One, Black Ops Two zombies mm-hmm. runs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, but all that like we can we can backwards compatible on the Xbox. Yeah. And so like those those moments for me are like oh that's, yeah that's, that's priceless what I have right now. Yeah, that's priceless. So, Stuff like that I can understand. So here's the thing, right? There's there's two there's two things I have with this. One like I totally get. It. I will absolutely give you that the your gaming experience will most likely be better on a PlayStation. Oh my goodness! But it's here's amazing. the other thing, right? To me, like I like we lived through the console wars. Yeah, it was it was goofy, it was stupid. Yeah, but it was still that moment where you were in middle school or high school, and you have these arguments about you know which console was better, and you had to pick the right console, or else you're going to be the odd man left out. You had to when when stuff went down with a, with a certain game. Yeah. So for me, like the Xbox is emotional. Like, I like that was that was my first video game. Like I play Xbox with my dad. Like I would sit in his lap, but I would hold the control, and he would hold it on top and move it while I shot the triggers. Like yo, it was like. It's stuff like that. So like it's emotional. It's like a sports team to me now. Hearing you know I mean? that one makes me feel old as hell. <laughs> he said Xbox <laughs> when he was young, yes. he was playing Xbox where he was young enough where he had to sit on his dad's lap. Yeah, that is ins- I had to when I was my first video game experience, my dad and them was playing the Atari. <laughs> the Atari. And Sega Genesis. He said Xbox, I was out buying 
Xbox games by myself. By this. Yo, that is crazy. You made me feel mad old right it's now. Real, but I can understand, that. though. But I can understand. That makes sense. And so I, That makes thing. sense. It's like, a, it's like a sports team, right? Yeah. So, like, like if, you're, if you're a fan of your team when you're young and you go older and you're like, you know what? This team's not good. Like, can't change, they're, though. They're buns, but you, you can't change. You can't. You can't change. You can't switch. Like you, it's it's a, it's like a it's like an honor thing, right? Like you gotta you gotta stick. That's with a it. part so, of being a man. And then here's the other thing, right? Here's the other thing. For me, like I like the idea of like of like identifying problems and then and then coming up with solutions. Okay. So my investment in Xbox is mostly out of an interest in the way they've done their business. Okay. Seeing a business like, especially one that's so consumer driven as video games as a media company, mm-hmm. seeing them like seeing and especially one where. The competition's really only between like two, three, four yeah. different companies, and watching the ebb and flow of competition is interesting. So seeing the mistakes Xbox made, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they they get it together and they fix it, right? Because the big problem with the Xbox One is that they didn't focus on the the most important thing that any console needed to do, which is make the video game experience better. Yeah, they were focused on being. I remember. I think if you watch, there's like super cuts of the announcement at uh, um, E3. Okay, and they ne- they mentioned the name television, okay. as in like television set or cable, uh-huh. like an astronomical amount of times. <laughs> they were focused on the connect, yeah. which you had to use in the beginning. You had to use the connect in the very beginning. You had to have a connect for, in order the, for the for, Xbox to run for Xbox One. Yes. I don't, people oh, don't remember that you had I didn't to know that. Connect. They changed it because people were like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, what? So you had to have a connect at one point, right? Then there were problems with, they were like, oh, well, you can connect your cable box into it, which is cool. You could? I didn't even know so you could So you can connect your cable box into it and then control the cable with your Xbox with controller. Your Xbox. And you can go back and forth. Okay. And you can also split screen. So you can have a game yeah. in the 70%, like the left 70% of the screen, and then mm-hmm. have TV up in the right. Okay. And it would import the, uh, it would like import the channel guide into it. So it was cool. But none of those things made playing they don't matter. Video games yeah, play, I, clearly I understand what they were doing. They wanted to to integrate yes. the Xbox into that was the, how they thought they were going to make yeah. it better than PlayStation. They were going to make it an all. It was a, it was an entertainment, yes. an integrated entertainment system. Yeah, there you go. But the problem was they focused so heavily on that that they let PlayStation be a better video game console because that's what they had important. better games at launch. Like it it pains me to this day that I can never play um, Last of Us. I can oh. never play Last of Us natively. I would have to go, like either buy a PlayStation or go play it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, uh, what's, God what's the name of, of it? War. Um, God of War. There's another one. Um, with a, it's like a like the, the the international spy game. I forget what it is. Uncharted. Uncharted. Drake. Uncharted. Yeah. Oh. So like all. Have- I yeah. can't play the Spider-Man games. Sp- oh, that was yeah. only for PlayStation? Yes. I did not know that. Because that's, that's been a Sony property for a oh, while. Oh, yeah, that's true. So the problem is, and you see what, and you see what's happening, where even PlayStation got a Travis Scott collab. Yeah, they like, did. It, like, PlayStation's killing it in terms of reaching their consumer base. There's a reason that all like the hood memes you see, mm-hmm. they talk about getting the PS5. That's all they talk about. Because that's the cool console right now. It is. So the interesting thing is, how can Xbox become the cool console again? Xbox was a cool console because the multiplayer scene that was, was it cutthroat. for 360. It that was, was that like, was it. That was, it was multiplayer. It was multiplayer because you had Halo multiplayer mm-hmm. and you had that Call that, of Duty the prime Call of prime Duty Call of Duty where it was Black Ops One, Modern Black Warfare Ops 2, Two, and Modern Warfare Two. Mm-hmm. Modern Warfare Three was was in there too, but that that was like the heart of multiplayer gaming. If you it weren't was. playing those three games, like you weren't cool. You weren't. You, you missed they, out on the lot. Not only that, not many people remember this, but for FIFA. And for Call of Duty, you would get the exclusives oh. on Xbox. 
So on FIFA, when they the released Legends, the Legends, yeah, that was only on Xbox. That was only Xbox. On Xbox, you would get the DLC. You would get all of them like two weeks early on mm-hmm. Xbox. Yeah, that's So true. Xbox had the right idea, and PlayStation just stole it from them. PlayStation just took everything that Xbox did in the 360 days, and then they just did it better now. And Xbox was like, all right, that's cool. They just let it happen. Now, I hear what you're saying. And I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. But get it, don't get the Xbox One X or whatever. Get the PS5. But how do you feel about Ultimate Team? These Ultimate Team-based modes in FIFA, Madden. Right. So, I gotta. I have a confession. I am a recovering Ultimate Team addict. I, I, I was FIFA. too. I was too. I put so much money, money into oh, yeah. that game. Oh, yeah. So much time. So much sweat. Mm-hmm. I would just stand up from the couch and I would just have a print from how hard I tried at that game. Mm-hmm. And I got pretty good too. I was in. I got into Division 1 in Ultimate Team. Okay. So FIFA Ultimate Team is still to me the only viable Ultimate Team option. Okay. Because they were really the people that started. They started well. Ultimate Team started in I think FIFA 12. Yeah. And they've knocked it out the park. Recently, it's gotten super complex, and I don't. I haven't played it personally just because uh, you know, I've I've I've. It was it was a lot. I played it, it a lot when I was in high school. Okay. But FIFA really set the stage for all these Ultimate Teams, and I feel like these other Ultimate Teams really just kind of. They don't. They don't capture the essence of of what FIFA did. Okay. And I feel like like what happened with Madden and what's kind of happening with Two K and all these other sports is that they they make it almost too arcadey. Mm-hmm. You know, it's there's there's a certain simplicity to how FIFA does their ultimate team. Okay. Um, that still captures the realistic aspect of the game. Okay. There, there's, 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 it's it's really hard to describe, but there's just something right. About FIFA Ultimate Team, okay, and I think that's shown in the fact that it's it's the most played game mode, mm-hmm. pretty much uh, of FIFA since like 2013. Now I think Ultimate Team is the worst thing that ever happened in video. You're games. not wrong. The worst thing You're that ever happened in video because games. that was what that was what started microtransactions. Exactly. Like, that's Ultimate where I was team, going. Ultimate Team was the start of microtransactions. That's where I was going. They did it. So FIFA started it with EA. Yeah. Every other sports game did it, and then I remember the where microtransactions started in Call of Duty. It was Advanced Warfare mm-hmm. because that was the that first. was my favorite one though. I'm not oh. gonna lie, I love Advanced Warfare. Advanced Warfare was fire. I've been telling people this. Oh, it was people so fire. Oh Warfare. my! I didn't even buy the supply boxes. I just let no, them come. No, I didn't. In. I just let them come. I didn't. In. So, yeah. but so real quickly, and then we'll jump in. Why Advanced Warfare is one of the best Call of Duty mm-hmm. easily. So the problem was that. They they made so much money off of microtransactions. They make a billion dollars a year they alone, so just so, much money. just like you said. You're a recovering. I've I've met, and this is Madden and FIFA. I've Jeez. I've spent. Oh, it's, it's embarrassing a, it's the amount so of money you money. spend, and you only realize it when you think back two years later. Like, like wow, yo, I was really spending twenty and forty dollars like, every it's, two weeks, and, and it's, it's gone, and it's gone. It's gone. You're and you not using anything from it. Yeah, most of the time you don't pull anything, Nothing. and then you don't get that money back. No, it's all gone. No. Ultimate Team is destroying, uh, is destroying video games or sports games. One. Two, I think that is gambling. It you is. said you were doing that in high school. That's crazy. I didn't have no money in high school. Thank God. Well, so man, I wasn't able. Was and and ult- yeah, see them. And Ultimate mom. Team wasn't even out yet. So this is money as an adult. And I'm embarrassed to say I spent my hard-earned money to open packs, to pull packs. It's horrible. Packs, bro. That it is no value. No value. No, no value. value at all. And then what makes it even worse is that now they don't care about 
any they neglect every other mode. I'm a hardcore franchise guy. I will play 10 years in a franchise. I want to be fully immersed in my franchise mode. I dream about it. Like I gotta pull it, I gotta use this guy, I gotta make this youth line up, whatever, whatever, whatever. They don't it, everything is bare bones now. Everything. Because all, all the development's an ultimate team. Everything goes to ultimate team, and they know they don't care. People are going to buy the game. They could give the they, This is what they should do. Give I feel like free. if they're going to, like Fortnite, like uh, Warzone, just give it away for free. Let people buy battle passes. Let Whatever you got to do, stop selling us a $60 game that is the same as the last year before. We play uh, pro clubs in FIFA, mm. me and my friends. There is nothing to. It's nothing to it. Is 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 so dry. It's so much that they could do mm-hmm. and that they don't. Madden is even worse. I'm a big fan of. I've been playing Madden since the Sega Genesis. Wow. Sega Genesis. Madden '96. The big cartridge. I'm talking about. I've been playing Madden for yes. For I'm talking about for years, and there is nothing. Nothing new. It feels the same. It's no. It's no. It's, it's nothing. Ro- it's a sixty dollars roster. Roster update. That's all it. Is. And they and they and they want you. Once you fall out of the spell of Ultimate Team, you realize I'm not wasting my money anymore on this. Yeah. You realize that it's a shame and a sin what they're doing. Yeah. And also the problem is that you said before it's gambling. It's gambling. It's, it's mostly kids. It, uh, it's, it's, it's all mo- kids. It's all. And the problem is, and now it's starting to change because now they're starting to actually. Um, they're starting to, like there's been some. Some pressure to to actually address the fact yeah. that it's gambling because mm-hmm. you're putting money for some reward of value. But there's two things that happen with Ultimate Team. One, Ultimate Team unlocked uh, microtransactions as pay to win. Pay to win. It broke down the barrier where you say, the more money I put in, the, the better, better I play. Exactly. The better tools that I have. Exactly. And that's what played Call of Duty in almost every other game. Now, right? Advanced Warfare. Mm-hmm. I, now... I, I, you, I know they gave you supply boxes randomly, right? So it was it was like every hour of play time. Okay, every you get hour one, of play time. Every time you prestige, you yeah. used to get a, a like the the advanced supply drop. Yeah, and then every like ten levels was an advanced supply. Okay, supply drop. now I had the Obsidian Steed. That was <laughs> like the Bow Twenty Seven. One yeah. of the variations I had. I got the, the Inferno. Inferno. First, first box of the game. I got. The oh Inferno. wow! I had I that. Was I had that. I had, <laughs> it's another one besides the Obsidian Steed. But yes. those two were like the best ones. It was the. Uh, I forget which gun it was like the H10 or something. Yeah, and it was the uh, like the bear fist or something. Bear like that. fist, I had that. That was a big one, and, and then the ASM one speakeasy. Yeah, the that speakeasy was that was crazy too. Now this is the first Call of Duty that I ever had diamond camo. I had mm. diamond camo in that. I had um, the, I had the challenge where you got the um, what mask was that? I know what you're talking. The about. Joker mask. Yeah. I got the Joker. I had the Joker. I like you could really like now. I did all this without spending any money. Yeah. Now, have to spend money. if this was an option, that's the way to do it right there. That way. Where you could just play. Well, and- here's, here's why that worked. In the beginning of the game, mm-hmm. you couldn't buy supply drops. Oh, you couldn't? You couldn't. Okay. That's how it started. Because I didn't even know you could. I in the beginning of the could. game, you couldn't buy supply drops, which is why it was such a great system for me because you... Advanced Warfare had the most guns out of any Call of Duty. Oh, easily. It had the most because it had a great slate of base weapons. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, even if you didn't like a base weapon mm-hmm. or the base weapon was like underpowered, like there was most variants. likely a variant mm-hmm. out there that was competitive enough that you could go out in multiplayer and dominate mm-hmm. and you could pub stomp. So that was that was the reason that I loved it so much is that it didn't matter like 
all the guns I could use because there was a variant out there that fit my playstyle exactly. or was the, or that was able to compete with the other weapons. With like the obviously, other weapons. obviously, the Battle Twenty Seven was overpowered. We overpowered, crazy overpowered. But the thing is, you could get a variant of a gun that could compete with it. It oh. may not be the base, mm-hmm. and it may be hard to get. Mm-hmm. But if you play long enough, you'll have dip the tools you need to compete. But just is why it was a great system. Keyword of what you said by just playing long enough. Yes, that's it. Yes. You just had to play. I like that you can. I don't know why I call, every Call of Duty didn't implement this, where you can actually, you can get mads, you can get uh, jetpacks, you can get, like, just small details like that that lets you customize your character and who you're using. They need to bring stuff like that back. That's what they're doing now. And I'll jump back to that in a second. Yeah. The re- it started to go downhill because they realized, like, they, they, at first they said it's only going to be cosmetics uh, supply drops. Yeah. Then they were like, yo, like we could just put guns in here yeah. and people would buy them because we're making so much money. Mm-hmm. And that was the downfall. Because then, like, I think the next three or four Call of Duties after that were microtransactions. Crazy microtransactions. But what happened was the reason we don't have microtransactions now, transactions now, this is my this is my big reason that, I always, I'll, that I'm kind of riding hard for Call of Duty right now, mm-hmm. is because of Warzone. Yes. Warzone, the Warzone has pass. well, technically Fortnite. Fortnite has fundamentally Fortnite it. changed video games. The video game, the mul- the ma- like the the massive multiplayer online mm-hmm. FPS mm-hmm. market, mm-hmm. And, and technically third person. Yeah, but um, Fortnite has fundamentally changed the way we play videos. One, Fortnite was in beta for like years, and, and the reason for they, years. the reason they did that is because they can roll out updates much faster. Mm-hmm. The consoles, right? Microsoft and Sony. There's like a price you have to pay and a timeline for every time you update a game, mm-hmm. except when you're in beta. Mm-hmm. When you're in beta, they could roll out a daily update mm-hmm. easily. So things, so things were bugged or bugs were fixed quickly, mm-hmm. and the gameplay was updated quickly. Quickly. So that was the first thing that made Fortnite so so revolutionary. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not a big fan of the game right now, which is you know it's it's not my cup of tea. Um, because the it just got out of hand. Yeah, I don't play Fortnite. But the the model they set up, re, and the and the second thing is the battle pass. Mm-hmm. The battle pass model fundamentally changed how video games are making money. Because now what they do is it it increases player retention. You pay, Everybody's gonna play. You pay you pay ten dollars, mm-hmm. right? If you play long enough and you finish the battle pass, you get it the next time for free. Yep. Right. So they're already getting a ten dollar. Uh, charge out of you. Everybody's bu- every, everybody's buying them, and most likely, every, nobody's gonna. F- the, the normal gamer <clears throat> doesn't have enough time. Excuse me, to make it through the <clears throat> to make it through the battle pass. Yeah. So they're gonna buy usually the next gonna buy. next season. You're yes. gonna buy the next one. And here's the thing, though: the battle pass is <clears throat> usually only cosmetic. Right? That's it. That's so all it's, it all, it's usually only cosmetic, right? Mm-hmm. You get certain cool, and you get things that make you stand out in game and show. Mm-hmm. And also because it's a progression system, mm-hmm. which is the important thing, because you level up in the battle pass, you get to flex on everybody mm-hmm. by saying, "Here's how dominant I am. Mm-hmm. Here's how high my skill is." Mm-hmm. And what Call of Duty did to take it a step further and to, and to entice people to use the battle pass is that they gave the weapon blueprints, which I think was a great idea mm-hmm. because they don't give you an inherent advantage. They just let you start. Early. They, you get a head start with a weapon, mm-hmm. and you can recreate all the variants. You, you can get change. A, yep. So you can recreate them if you level up the weapon, and just take the cosmetic part exactly. of it. Exactly. And all. so, and then you, and so now you get a, a a cosmetic change to a weapon that doesn't fundamentally change it or make it more overpowered. Mm-hmm. So you're not paying. You're not paying to win, and also because it's a progression system, you get to show your skill in the game. Yeah. And so that's why Call of Duty is having this huge resurgence, right? Activision made. Like 1.2 billion off of their battle pass. Easily, like this last Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2019, was the most 
the the highest grossing Call of Duty of all time for that reason. And I like I like the multiplayer too. The multiplayer and I, was cool. And I, I enjoy the multiplayer. Yeah, the multiplayer was but cool. But Warzone and the Battle Pass have really changed everything. Everything. And now because they're doing the integration stuff, which is awesome, which is like all things that they're starting to tackle the challenges that ga- that like people have had playing the game mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. So now it's this huge system where it doesn't matter if you want to play Warzone or Cold War or even still play Modern Warfare 2019. You're still leveling up uniformly. You I are. Think that's, I think that's so cool what they're doing. I, I'm waiting to see what their next step is going to be. I don't know. know. I, I think we need a new map. We need a... Oh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the, what's the new one called? The, the new oh, mode. Um, 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 it's smaller. Uh, oh, Gunfight. No, 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 no. It's a new... <clears throat> it's a new... Um, War zone. Oh, rebirth. rebirth, rebirth island or something like that. So here's uh. here's the problem. I just I just spoke really highly of Call of Duty. Here's the problem <laughs> with with what's happening right now. Uh-huh. Um, and this goes back to the fact that uh, uh, Treyarch kind of got screwed in their development cycle again. Oh, they definitely got screwed. Cold War wasn't supposed to be a Treyarch game, and it wasn't supposed to be a successor. To Black Ops One, it wasn't. No, I thought it was their turn. It was. It goes. Oh, Ravens. Okay. It was supposed, or uh, it was either. Ra- yeah, I think it was. It was a, Ravensoft started it with, with what, <laughs> what Ravens. Uh, was Ghost their first one? No, that's Sledgehammer. That's Sledgehammer. <clears throat> Sledgehammer, I think, is next year. So it's next year. I think I I haven't been kept keeping up with. The that's cycles. the one that made. The one where you picked, um, yeah, operator. That was Ghost. That was Ghost. Yeah, we had the operators. Uh, had, what like, was the one operators. where you could pick like the Flame God? Uh, um, they each had different, um, different, um, different special um, abilities. Is that um, Infinite Warfare? No, not Infinite. The Specialist, right? Which one is it? <laughs> was that it was the 4? Flame God. It was a. It was one that after you get a certain amount of kills, you unlock this flamethrower. Um, it was. I gotta look this up. We can look it up right here. But I, I haven't like I took a huge gap in like playing Call of Duty because I, okay, I was going so through school, so I haven't like. You maybe after, you missed that one. Advanced Warfare was the last game that I played. Okay. And then I picked it back up for Modern Warfare 2019. Um, I do, I wasn't I like after Advanced Warfare. Damn! So you you missed a lot of Call of Duty. The problem is I was after Advanced Warfare. I think Advanced Warfare had the perfect formula for advanced movement. Okay. Like, and, yeah, like, that was crazy. So like once was, you got good at that, it was a it was a good balance because it was mostly vertical oh, and slightly cool. horizontal. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any like wall running or like like jetpacks. Like it was like basically just like a double jump and a dash. Mm-hmm. So, but that was an interesting aspect to the game. Mm-hmm. After that, like I wasn't really a big fan of like Black Ops Three, and they kept going to the future. Like there's I wasn't. Yeah, they were Black going Ops too far into the future. I wasn't a big fan of Infinite Warfare. Um, I played I played World War Two for a little bit, but that game wasn't really that crazy. That's the yeah, I got Diamond Camo in that. I don't know how I got Diamond Camo in that game. I think it was just, it was like a week straight. I just was like that locked game, in. That game it started out okay, and then they they fixed <clears> a lot <throat> of the problems the game had mm-hmm. after like the development cycle of the game. Yeah, which was kind of the problem. Like they fixed a lot of things too late. Um, but one? I think it was Cold War. Um, You said you didn't like with Rebirth what they did. Oh, oh yeah. So the problem with Cold War is that 
It's not that it don't look rebirth. The problem with Cold War is that it started out as a Ravensoft game. Mm-hmm. They scrapped it and basically handed the already started product mm-hmm. to Treyarch and was like, "All right, you guys finish this now." Mm-hmm. And they had like zero time to do it. So that's why the game is like it. It just doesn't. It kind of feels weird sometimes. Like it doesn't have a real strong direction, yeah. especially in the campaign. You feel it most in the campaign. I, I haven't played a Call of Duty campaign. In I years. usually do, I, I I know they're good though. I played it I know only because good. it was supposed to be a Black Ops success. Okay. And the Black Ops One campaign is like a top two, top three Call of Duty campaign Can I of play all time. Black Ops One campaign. The numbers, Mason. I don't think I played. You it. should go back. I played Modern Warfare Two. I know that. You and Modern play Warfare. The Black Ops One campaign. That's actually like a that, that's actually like a single player experience. Oh yeah. yeah. I believe you. They make so, good campaigns. And that's why the and that's also why the game doesn't have a lot to it. There's only like what four like there's only like there's like six uh, assault rifles or less. It's like two or three sniper rifles. Yeah. Like there's not really a lot to it. There's there's like the fewest number of guns and the fewest number of maps that mm-hmm. we've had at launch. Mm-hmm. And that's just because they got they kind of got screwed over in the beginning. I think, and also we're talking about Black Ops now. This yeah, new this Black Cold Ops, War. Cold, Cold War. War. I think another thing is you got to remember they had to make it. They had to make a next gen version. That too, and they also had to make it so that they could port it. And into Cold War, into war, war Zone. Zone. Yeah, so now. there's a lot going against them for this development cycle, which is why I'm pretty lenient in terms of like. My but but the gameplay is cool. I like. I, have you have you played it on the next gen? No, I not on next gen. I'll fire up the PS5. I let right. you. I let you play. It. You just, like it, it's fun. The the adaptive trigger. That's another thing Xbox doesn't have. That's true. The, the adaptive control. triggers is cr- and mm-hmm. every gun feels different. Mm-hmm. Like when you hold down L2 to aim. It feels different depending, and then when you fire, it feels different Listen, depending bro, I told on you, I told what you, you have. No PlayStation got it. Oh, it's I amazing! I'm it telling like you, it's an experience. Like it's crazy, and but I wanted them to put the Black Ops Cold War uh, system. I wanted them to do, do that for Warzone for next yeah. gen. That's what I was looking the forward problem, to. Yeah, especially right now, the problem in Warzone is that all of the, the Cold War guns are super overpowered. That Mac Ten is ridiculous. The DMR ridiculous. I've, 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 like, me and, me and my boys hop in and we play Warzone and we're just like, all right, boys, you got your DMR Mac 10 Also, you, also, you use the meta. You use the, the meta. No, I, you we, don't use the meta. I, I don't use the meta. That's yeah, what they, so. they, they make jokes about it. Yeah. I don't use it. I try um, not, I try to stay away from meta. No. And, and also, here's the thing though. I was on the DMR wave before it became oh. meta because I got the tactical rifles diamond. Oh damn! So I already knew. knew. Okay. I already knew so that. The, knew. I already knew that the DMR fourteen was gross, and that was in multiplayer yeah. where it's where it's you're well, actually you're at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah, using, using the single shot. Yeah, I well. knew that you're at a disadvantage using it in okay. multiplayer. Okay. So knowing that. I, I was so surprised to wake up one day and everyone's using it. I was like... It's ridiculous. Come on, man. Especially in, in this... All the Cold War guns are just gross in Warzone. Yeah. It, for no reason. I, I, I... It's... I mean, I don't know what... I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. But they gotta do something. And I, I think... And the problem is I just think that Infinity Ward and Treyarch and Ravensoft have just been really slow... Really, really slow at like making the tweaks in the game and the balancing. Mm-hmm, they just mm-hmm. haven't, and that's one of my biggest gripes with the game right now. Is that like you like everyone knows the Mac Ten is is stupid. It's crazy. Just like everyone knows that the the tactical rifles are dumb in oh multiplayer. My goodness. And also, I hate the sniper rifles. I don't even use the sniper. The problem, I still use the HDR from the, the, uh, 
the problem with, in in Cold War multiplayer, the problem with the sniper rifles is that they have them completely backwards. Mm-hmm. They're super slow to handle, mm-hmm. right? Which is one thing. So people who use sniper rifles don't like them. Yeah. And then the problem is the sniper rifles don't have any flinch. And on console, there's aim assist on the sniper yeah. rifles. Oh, that's so true. you're just getting deleted. Bow, it's over. Like you're getting deleted and mm-hmm. you're watching the kill cams like how does that even happen? Yeah, I've lost the sniper rifles in multiplayer with a with my AK. I got the AK Look, gold. That's I haven't really played much of the multiplayer. I did enough just to get the, the AK gold, but it's I've lost a lot of gun battles. Yeah, too. and it's, it shouldn't be happening because like you you round the corner, there's a sniper, there's a guy using a sniper, and you know he's using a sniper rifle because you see the scope in. Mm-hmm. He's standing still. Mm-hmm. You shoot him four times, mm-hmm. and then he quick scopes you, you and then you watch the or or he's just aiming down sight, and then you just headshots you, Bad, and you then did. you watch the kill feed mm-hmm. right. And the the crosshairs, they're just like this. Mm-hmm. They never move. Mm-hmm. And you see his screen turning red. Mm-hmm. He's clearly getting hit. Mm-hmm. You see the health bar at the bottom going down, and nothing happens. Nothing and happens. it's the little stuff like that that I feel like is like what the like what will elevate Call of Duty to that next kind of that next level from here. That that attention to detail between the developers and the player base, they've kind of lost that. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited to see. What's gonna happen with every time, with every game with with next gen? Yeah. I think everything now. What what we got were were a bunch of titles that they just had to try to make it as next gen as they could, get the graphics kind of mm. up to date. Once they actually have the the, yeah. the free range to start at next gen. Next year, next maybe next year. Hopefully, hopefully not two years. Hopefully next year or or this year. Everything is just like. It's gonna blow us out of the water. And hopefully, hopefully they don't do what they did with uh, the last, the last generation, where the the titles at like the next gen titles just weren't that great. Ghost was not good. Ghost, Ghost was Ghost the first was one, I think. Right? Yes, Ghost was the. It was awful. That was the, I, that was the I graphics nev- were better, but the, besides that, it was awful. Oh, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. I never played a Call of Duty for yes. that for that for that uh, for at least amount of time. Ghost it was. was it was no good. But the, they, I just feel like what I'm excited to see is like what's going to be that like that groundbreaking moment where like we broke all the rules and we're going to give you a next generation game. Like the only only game that I really feel like did that where you're like wow, like this is crazy mm-hmm. was GTA Five. Do you like GTA Five okay. after playing on Xbox 360 and then playing on Xbox One? They come they completely redid the visuals. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You really feel like that was like like that was a bi- it was the same it, it, it looked better it, but also and they added first person the game like the but the first person was huge that was huge I was excited like, for that. it was like ev- like the game looked so much better yeah. the game played so much better they okay. they kept adding in more and more content to make yeah. the game playable okay I feel like GTA Five was like was like one of the few games where you're like this is like this is actually next generation have you played Red Dead Redemption two I haven't. You had you haven't. I that was I was in like I was still in the beginning of, or no I was in college when that dropped. Well, I'm still you in college now, but. you need to go and play. Is it that, that it's for both? Yes. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption Two is what you think GTA Five is on on next gen. Well, what I'm saying last is that, what I'm saying is at launch. At like, launch, like okay, at launch. Yeah. I played Red Dead Redemption One, which is one of my favorite video me, games me of all too. time. Yeah. That was crazy, crazy game. But I've been waiting to play. I'm not. I'm not really a big like single player okay. guy. The last the last single player game I played like for like like I dove into was Fallout Four. Fallout, amazing, amazing. I've never. Let me tell you about Fallout Four. I've never even beaten Fallout 4, but I've played it. I've at least put hundred some out. Look, this is this is how this is how immersed I get 
and how deep into the game I get. My first, like, one of my first runs, once I discover, like, base building and stuff, I just, I, I, like, I, I would go and I would spend hours just building the base how I wanted it, this, that, and the third. So then I said, okay, when survival mode came out, it was a patch or something that added survival mode. Mm-hmm. Have you tried survival mode? Yeah. Now, you can't fast travel. It's you the can, hardcore you got, mode, It's right? hardcore yeah, mode, yeah, basically. Yeah. I want to show you what you're talking about. Yeah. And... I started a survival slash a hardcore run, and I, I made it far. I made it up to the point where you got to pick a faction so you can build the um That's deep. Mm-hmm. the thing. But I'm talking about you can't fast travel. You can't. You can only save when you sleep. And also, you there's there's weight limits. Weight so limits. Only, so when you carry too much stuff, you slow yes. down. You have to eat. Yeah, you have to eat, drink water, yes. sleep. Like that I'm, was a super immersive. And game. so. I've played that game so much, and I've and I've never like I said I've never beaten the game. If I like I can play it, I can I will never be able to beat a game like that, which is good yeah. in my opinion. You the don't game beat it. you don't want to beat it, and you don't even have to continue with the main story. You just say it's a true like open world experience. That's the it, it's it's only it's only up there. It's it's only um only other game that can compete is another Bethesda t- title. You ever play Skyrim? Yeah. Skyrim. That's another game. Mm-hmm. Now I've done everything you could do in Skyrim and Oblivion, but and I'm 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 ready for the next Elder Scrolls game. Mm-hmm. But play play. I'm telling you, Red Dead. Play Red Dead Redemption oh, wow. too. Now that is because I beat Grand Theft Auto on PS3. Mm-hmm. I beat. Did I beat it again? I I, I I couldn't play it again on PS4. It was like I played so much of it on yeah. PS3. That and then now they want us to play it again on the PS5. It's just not gonna happen. Rockstar is really crazy. Bro. They're crazy. They're really That's like, three console generations. They really said here, just hold this and keep it. Keep it. They said keep it. Keep it. You try to give it back. No, this is for you. You keep it. But I bought it again. I've had. I said, you know what? Let's all get on GTA Online. Me and all my friends. Uh, let's no, buy GTA Online. I was there when it first dropped. That shit yeah. was awful. Awful. It was. Awful, awful, and now like now it's good, but they still have their problems now. I could never get into GTL. I could never do like those like open world online yeah. games because it's just it's just like twelve year old who sweat. And that's just, all like, it is. Like, I'm just trying to do missions and get money. We and had boys. somebody like, in a helicopter just shooting us down. Yeah, leave me alone! Like bro. what are y'all doing? Just, you got something to do? It, yeah, it was no good. It was, but I'm telling you, Red Dead Redemption yeah. Two. And I'm t- this is another thing. When you finally do get your PS5, don't get the Xbox. Get the P- when you get your, P- you gonna start playing games over again. Mm-hmm. I've been playing. Um, I played Final Fantasy VII remake over again because I didn't beat that. Now, mm-hmm. and I played the original Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. on PS1. That was like one of my first like like RPGs. I'm, I was in love with that game, and but but. You, Everything is smoother mm-hmm. and optimized on PS5. It's just amazing, I'm telling you. Red Dead. Play Red Dead. But we made it 50 minutes in to episode 178 of Left Hand Layer Podcast. I didn't even let this man introduce himself. We've just been talking. Yeah, we jumped right in. Jump right in. You could tell the people about who you are and, you know, give a little introduction. Of course. So, uh, my name is uh, Tim Wise. I'm from uh, out here in Northern Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um... So right now I'm a college student. I'm a senior at Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute studying industrial and systems engineering. Damn. Um, I'm getting my master's degree in business analytics. 
Um, no one really cares about that stuff, though. <laughs> that kind of just informs where where I, where I kind of approach all these topics from. Okay. Um, but I've been in sports all my life. I run. I'm on the track team now. I'm a decathlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I'm just. Uh, I just like to be a student of the culture. I just like to kind of look at things critically in terms of whether it's video games or sports or fashion or streetwear, mm-hmm. and just think of how we got to where we are now and try to see where we're going in the future. So I'm not really an expert on, in any of the to- on these topics. I just I just really enjoy studying them. Hey, you know what they say. You can't be a master until you master being a student, you know? Exactly. And so exactly. from the sound of everything he just said, it sounds like the man is on his way. Exactly. And so my dad was telling me now that you designed some type of sneaker or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Now, yeah. can you tell us about that? What do you mean you designed this, like, on Nike ID? or no, like you... no. Like, I... So, real quickly, my sneaker actually sold in a Foot Locker. Oh, in, for real? Yes. In, like, online. You can go buy it right now. Oh, we got to look it up. So, um, I mean, you can pull it up right now. I'll, I forget. It should be... Uh, we can pull it up. It's called... Uh, the. It's Pencil Asics. Pencil Asics. Oh, shoot. So, it's Pencil, P-E-N-S-O-L-E. Oh, S-O-L-E. Okay. Oh, is it a New Balance? No, it's a uh, it's an A six one. Okay, A six. I'm not sure if it's gonna be. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I found it. If you go on Foot Locker's website, go on Foot Locker. It's actually it was. Oh, you these saw ones it? right here. Those two. Yo, these are fire. Hype Beast got a hold of them. You designed these? So I was part of the team that designed. It was a team of three. Oh, that's fire. So the way I kind of found this opportunity was a uh, pencil P E N S O L E is a sneaker design school in Portland, Oregon. Uh-huh. One of the old head designers of Jordan, uh, yeah, Dwayne or- Edwards. Oregon, runs, that's Nike. That's yeah. Nike town. So the old head designer of Jordan, Dwayne Edwards, started his own sneaker design school. Mm-hmm. Um, so what he does is there's a program called Fueling the Future of Footwear where oh. they take 18. Uh, 18 designers and, and people interested in the industry, mm-hmm. and they fly you out to Portland, and you spend three weeks working with whatever company. They're doing with New Balance now, but at the time, there was only ASICs. Yeah. Working with ASICs, uh, like ASICs creative director, um, Foot Locker, uh, a bunch of Foot Locker executives, and uh, Edwards and his team himself on developing your own sneaker now. It's a really, it was a really tough program to get into. Yeah, of course. They stopped yeah. reading uh, applications. They just stopped reading them at 5,000. Yeah, of course. Um, and they took 18. Uh, and so there's people from around the world. Yeah, I actually please. work with uh, okay. one woman from Israel and the other was from, uh, I believe, Puerto Rico. I'm, I'm sorry if I get that wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, we spend three weeks uh, designing our own pack of sneakers, and they pick one that's going to retail uh, at Foot Locker, and ours is the one that won. Yo. So uh, this is the design that we came up with, or the two designs that we came up with. Um, they're based off of a, the Japanese tradition of Daruma, okay. which is a uh, actually very fitting. It's a New Year's tradition uh-huh. that involves uh, it's a, a lot of concepts of kind of rebirth, um, of goal-setting, resolutions, promises... Um, really, really like self determination. That was the the what we wanted to kind of capture with these sneakers. Okay. Um. So, the little symbol in the Asics logo right there, the kanji. Mm-hmm. That's actually uh, the symbol for luck. Yeah. Um. 
so that was really the kind of the what we wanted to capture with the two sneakers. So this first one here, the red one, this is, is uh, this is crazy. I like the colors. So like, those are the colors of the Japanese Daruma, okay, um, which is a paper mache figurine that you get at Buddhist temples oh. um, every New Year. Uh, you fill in the left eye. The eyes are are, are blank and white. And okay, you fill them in with ink. Uh, you fill in the left eye to signal the start of uh-huh. a tradition, of, not of a tradition, of a journey or a goal or a promise or a resolution. And when that's completed, you fill in the right eye and then you bring it to the temple to burn it on the new year celebration oh. in a huge bonfire. Um, and that signals, you know, the, the start of the new year. Um, then this pair right here, the blue pair, uh-huh. we wanted to expand on that idea of the room and kind of focusing on the drawing aspect, right? We, we, we looked at the idea of drawing the or filling the eye in as using art and expression as a form of manifestation of one's internal goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we expanded that out to the idea of, sh- of street art and of graffiti and thinking of how most people see graffiti, uh, or not even most people, there are a few people who see graffiti as uh, an annoyance. Something or negative. A, yeah, yeah, something negative. But when you really sit down, you start to read into the history of it, mm-hmm. into the people that are involved with it. It really is a, a beautiful art form. Of course. Um, that, is, that ends up being really positive most of the time, uh, 90% of the time. So we oh. wanted to focus in on that positive form of self-expression and manifestation. Yeah. Um, so that... Uh, that um, graffiti and the, the street art on the on back, the on the heel tab, that's right, a custom right, print right. that we designed. Yeah. Um, and it really just, like I said, represents self-manifestation and actualization. Yeah. Um, so it was uh, something I'm really proud of having worked on. Um, I was responsible for coming up with the brand identity and the brand story as the brand designer for these sneakers. So okay. everything that I told you, um, I was I was the one responsible for kind of putting all that together. Um yeah. And then we we use that to inform these two really gorgeous sneakers. That's amazing. So these these are you can actually still buy. Um, I don't see anything from them, so we already get we we get our money up front. They give us they give us a five thousand dollar check each uh, for for winning. Oh my god! Um, so the, I, I'm not plugging these because I get anything. If you really like them, if you no. go into Foot Locker and just look up pencil um, in the search bar, these two should uh, should pop up. So you can't. First of all, I want to say. Yo, you should definitely be proud of what you did because that's major. To be selected, to even receive, to have the opportunity yeah. to I design was the, these. I was the youngest person there. So yeah, that's with people who were like 30, 40 years old on these. Yeah, that's amazing. And you guys did a ama- These are crazy. I need so you can't get these. You like you can't put a call in and get. No. Oh, I can't sucks. even. I can't even put a call in. Do you place. have some? Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Exactly. Okay. You have. I didn't. I didn't wear them today because it was a little bit wet outside. So I like to. Yeah. Like you gotta to take keep care those clean. But yeah. I got. I've got a pair of both that are boxed up that I'm just keeping the to keep. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna show them to my kids one day and yeah. put them somewhere yeah. where everyone can see them. Yeah. These are um, crazy. But then I, I do have a, the red ones are are my personal this favorites because they're, they're they're probably the most comfortable pair of sneakers that I've owned. Oh my. Goodness. Not just because uh, I made them, but because the the model is a. Uh, is designed for comfort. They're an older, they're a, a remake of an older model that uh, Asics had in the '90s. That okay. was actually originally supposed to be a running shoe. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, now that's not what they're used for. Asics has really incredible they, shoes for running that use a lot of technology. That's a lot newer than the ones that are used. Asics this shoe. hit the streets now. Asics is part of fashion. But, Ronnie um, Feig then got a hold of them, and you guys got a hold of them. 
Asics is is uh, these are crazy. These are my alley. These are the kind of sneakers I like. I like only low top sneakers. I only wear like Kobe stuff like that. Anything low top. These are crazy. Yeah. So they're they're super comfortable. They look they look incredible with whatever you want to wear. Um, whether it's either winter or summer, if you want to go shorts or jeans, yeah. joggers doesn't matter. Um, but it was a really incredible experience, um, and I'm super proud of the way these come out. Every time I see a picture, I'm like, wow, "Yo, that's like, crazy!" We really, like we really went off, and like, my team made really these. did their thing. They really did their thing. Yeah, that's that is, that is, that is something special right here. These are crazy. Od, yo, they're probably on StockX going for some change nah, right now. Nah. You don't think so? They're too small, man. I wish they were, but I don't even think you'll find them on StockX. There's only a thousand pairs of each of these. Only a thousand? And they 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 weren't really super hyped up. I mean, obviously they you know none of us none of us have the name recognition to to demand uh mm-hmm. to demand uh, any uh like any any price increases. So they're 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 still they're actually on sale. You can get them off of on sale. Yeah, I'm gonna get some of these. I'm definitely gonna try to get some. Look, StockX. I told you these things are on StockX. That's look. actually incredible. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, you got, look at them. You can look at them and tell, like, okay, these are stock. I, I like this picture too because you can see how they look in the light. Yeah, the, the metallic gold really pops. Yeah, um, it, they they're like, and again, I'm trying not to be biased, but they they really were. These are crazy pair of sneakers. Now, how do you feel about the sneaker culture right now? What 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 is your take as a, as a sneaker designer? Because you could call yourself a sneaker designer. These are on StockX. How do you feel about what's going on? You can only bid for these. Yeah. I told you. There's so, only a thousand pairs of each, man. Yeah, so, so these hopefully, are. Hopefully these one are, day people look back like, yo, these were fire. And hopefully there's one. Hopefully some celebrity gets their hands on them one day. That's and, all it takes. And and people look back and like, yo, like I got these these one of 1,000 pair of sneakers it, that some kid from Northern Jersey designed, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. But um, how do you feel? About what's going on now with sneakers. Were you ever, were you ever to okay? I'm gonna line up and try to get these these foams. Were you a you from Montclair, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montclair kids always got the newest sneakers. This is how it was when I was younger. If you were the kids from Montclair, they had the newest sneakers. We we spent every summer from when I was in ninth grade to the year after I graduated high school. In Montclair, every day playing basketball at Glenfield Park mm-hmm. and MCAT. This was this was ninth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth. The year after playing MCAT, I know I know Montclair. As a Montclair kid, were you the kid that had? Oh, I had this new sneaker that came out. I had this uh, reselling. Were you into that? Or so I'm glad you asked. And honestly, I wasn't. Here's okay. why. So like I said, I've been an athlete ever since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. So at that point, like I. I was wearing sneakers to run around in. I would, mm-hmm. beat, I would just beat them up. So mm-hmm. I was getting whatever cheap and comfortable I could find. And mm-hmm. the second thing is that I, I'm a, I'm a tall guy. I'm six foot six. So mm-hmm. my feet were always growing yeah. when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So if I got a pair of shoes, I could only have them for like six, seven months before I outgrew them. Mm-hmm. Let alone that they just fell apart from use. Mm-hmm. So I was never really into sneakers when I was younger because I just couldn't. Like I knew about Jordans. I like I always knew they looked. I always wanted to wear them, but I just knew like. My my feet were too wide. Jordans ran narrow, and then I would just worry about them. Them, uh, I would just grow out of them so quick. So mm-hmm. I only really started getting into sneakers around high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're asking what I think about sneakers, right? Now, I think we're at a really really interesting moment. Just in ter- in, a, in terms of a lot of things, a lot of parallel industries mm-hmm. um, and a lot of adjacent industries are are going through the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. 
But when you think about sneakers, right, they it really blew up in the late 80s, early 90s. Right? Okay. That was really when they, that was like the explosion, right? That was the genesis of the of the culture that we're really living in today. Obviously, there was some stuff before. Converse was doing some some things here and there. But that was when sneakers became more than just for basketball. Yeah. Um, and then for the next, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, it was a huge, huge period of innovation, right? Oh. Jordan was releasing a shoe every year. Every year. That was a performance sneaker, mm-hmm. right? That was a performance sneaker. Um, and it was an arms race, really, to figure out who could come up with the best technology that also looked the best. Mm-hmm. I think we're in a moment right now where that process has really stalled. Yeah, that's um, done. Performance-wise. Because in terms of performance, like, you know, the the... The, the progress is has really slowed down. Yeah. Um, we've, you know, sneakers have been optimized to an in, insane degree to the point where there's not a lot of room for things to develop the same way that they used to. I mean, look at the Jordan 1. That's an awful basketball shoe. I would never play basketball in any Jordan. Look at, look at, look at the Jordan 4s. Like, like, I don't understand how people play basketball in any of those shoes, which is why it was such a fruitful moment for the cultures because they were innovating so much to try and find what worked best. Mm-hmm. But now we've reached a point where there's not really a lot of innovation that's happening in terms of streetwear performance sneakers. And I think that we're at, a, and also when you look at what Nike's doing right now, Every shoe that's big for Nike mm-hmm. was already released before. It's a re-release, except for me, except for a few like the Sakai's. Like Go the ahead. Sakai's, like one of the only original models. And what Adidas was doing with uh, with Boost and with the NMDs in like 2013. Yeah, they started trying to do. Those are like, like of of recent memory. Those are the only real moments where. There's been innovation and unique silhouettes developed. And, I mean, look at what's happening with Nike right now. All the shoes that are big, that resell for a lot of money, that are covetous, Jordan 1. Mm-hmm. And right now it's Dunks. And which Now, look. Now, everything you're saying is true. And it's just like we said with Ultimate Team. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yep, it's exactly the same. Capitalism created what we have now. In America with sneakers. It's done. They said, we don't have to make any new sneakers. We don't have to try to earn these people's money. We're just going to re-release shoes that were out in 85. Jordan 1s came out in like 86, I think, or 80s. With new colors. With with new colors. Or just the original colors. And and they're worse performance-wise. Because nobody's performing in them anyway now. Unless they're skate sneakers. Unless unless you're skateboarding in them. That's it. Now... It's it's just, it, it, I had to I had to retire. I used to be head and shoulders into the sneaker mm-hmm. game. Any new foam, any new it, it was the foam era. It was yeah. the foam era, mm-hmm. and, and I was I would that, the galaxy foams were when I, that was the last straw for me. I would spend my last to have to go to Flight Club and have to pay overpriced because you if you didn't if you you couldn't get them waiting in line you had mm-hmm. to go to Flight Club that was your only other option or yeah. you had to go on Soul Exchange and meet up with somebody and and do all this extra stuff and pay way more than retail capitalism killed the sneaker game mm-hmm. keeps the sneaker game it, it it's it's in shambles right now the Galaxy Foams right speaking of dunks I'll talk about dunks too Galaxy Foams. I had I had a, I had so many phones, so many phones. The Galaxy phones were coming out. Mm-hmm. Willowbrook Mall is where you had to go because that was the only house of hoops nearby. Yeah. So I told my boss at my old job at the Boys and Girls Club. I said, Reg, I got to get these Galaxy phones. He knows about sneakers. He said, mm-hmm. Yo, you got to get them. I said, I can't go to work tomorrow. I'm gonna go to Willowbrook Mall 
at uh at four in the morning and I'm gonna wait from four in the morning till midnight and I'm gonna get these galaxy phones because I have to have them. I can resell them for X, Y, and Z. I have to get them. You just have, you gotta get your hands on it. I you had can, to. You can decide whether to keep them later. Yeah, but I just, you just right you just now I had hands. to get my so I get to the mall four o'clock in the morning. To wait, and this is I'm talking about. I'm I got there at four o'clock in the morning to wait till midnight. Mm-hmm. I planned on waiting from four in the morning till midnight. I get to the mall. It's twenty hours. There was hundreds of people there at the mall at four o'clock oh, in the morning to wait till it was hundreds. So I park. I don't turn around yet. This is how I knew something was wrong. This is the same thing that happened with Ultimate Team. I said, "What am I doing?" It's, I didn't turn around. I said, oh, no, I'm going to park, and I'm going to go join the hundreds of people because I got to have these Galaxy phones. So I go, and I'm in the line. The police have a barricade. You thought it was bad yesterday when they were, the pilgrims were going to Capitol Hill? No, 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 no. This was way worse. Mm-hmm. They damn near tr- uh, trampled the police officer. We get, Eventually, they got everybody in lines. They got us in the mall at around like 9 or 10, and they, we, we got tickets. I could have bought the, the Galaxy Kobe's, which I have upstairs. Galaxy Kobe Sevens. I could have got those, but I was my mind was set on the Galaxy phones. I was in a raffle. I didn't win. At that point, my life changed. We're in the shop. Everybody that listens to the podcast, to the Left Hand Left podcast, you know about Shop Heirlooms. This is the shop. It wouldn't be no Shop Heirlooms if it wasn't for those Galaxy phones. After that, I said, I'm done. I will never go and wait in line or nothing for sneakers ever again. This it's is re- yeah, this is ridiculous. So and to prove that to my to prove to myself that I was done, I told my dad, "It's this thing coming called sneaker con. We gotta go." I put all my phones in a laundry um, basket. We drove to New York to I forgot where it was, like at South Street Seaport or something, Basketball City, something like that. We waited in line to get in, and I sold. Every single last one of my phones, I sold my pearl. I had the pearls. Those I, I really wish I would have kept those. I had coppers, which I which I have since gotten another pair of those when they re released them again. Mm-hmm. And I, I my coppers. I sold. I had um midnights. I had um I had you name them. I had them. I had every almost every pair of phone. Every phone that was out, I had almost. Sold all of them. And when I saw, like, hold on a minute. There are people that are still maniacs like me that will pay whatever for this stuff. I said, okay. Now I can see I was doing it wrong. And I said, instead of going crazy to buy this stuff, I'm just going to I'm gonna sell it. Yeah. And that's, that's what birthed the shop. And, and it let me go and revisit the business plan that I wrote back in the day when I worked at GameStop. And I said, I got to get this thing rocking and rolling, which I ended up doing. But... Dunks. When I was in high school, Dunks. You could go to what's that? What's the skateboard store called in the malls? Zoomies. Zoomies or whatever. Oh my god! You could bro. go in there and you could get some Dunks for fifty dollars. I promise you. They were literally like Converse. Like Converse. They like were vans. They were fifty dollars, forty dollars. My cousin had the Dunks. This the notebook Dunks. I had you could look up so many dunks on Stock X that are like five hundred, six hundred dollars now. You could get for literally fifty bucks. Forty, a fifty pair bucks. Of vans. I had them. I had a lot of dunks. I had so many dunks. I gave them away. I promise you, I gave a, a lot, all of my dunks away. I gave all of them away, all of them. This is this, it's ridiculous. 
you can't buy sneakers anymore. You're not going to win the raffles. Mm-mm. You're going to have the sneakers that you're not going to win. And listen, let me tell you something. Go ahead. Nike is taking advantage of all of this. They know what they're doing. Oh, of course. What you said about capitalism is so true. Because here's the thing. Here's where Nike is getting over on all of us. Yes. We they know we want these sneakers, right? Yep. They know people are gonna go crazy, but that's all manufactured. Mm-hmm. It's manufactured because they intentionally make few of them. Yes. They have a here's what they do. They have a model, they have a formula that says how many sneakers can we produce mm-hmm. to maximize our profit mm-hmm. and also keep the frenzy at a maximum. Right? At a maximum. They have they have a way of quantifying how many people want the sneakers, mm-hmm. and it's inverse to the amount of pairs that they have. The less pairs that they have, the more people want them. Exactly. So there's a perfect number that they find that says, all right, if we make XYZ number of sneakers, we're going to have the maximum amount of people want them, and also maximize the amount of pairs that we're going to sell. This all math. So you're, you're do, definitely right. And so it's super simple. They have data analysts who are paid to do this at Nike. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And then here's where else they're getting over on us to make things cheaper. Mm-hmm. All these silhouettes, it costs money to produce. Yes. So if you have an original silhouette, it's a huge iterative process. And we had to go through this. You we had, had to go, go through, through this to make, to make the sneakers. So mm-hmm. like, well, I know what I'm talking about. They, there's a huge iterative process where they have to d- draw the sneaker out, right? Come out with the layout. Yeah. Then they have to send out that drawing to get actually produced, mm-hmm. right? And to produce a sneaker costs like a lot of money to test it to make it one off. Mm-hmm. You have to source the material. They've never done this before. Yeah. There's this huge iterative process of coming up with different drafts of the sneaker, different prototypes. And when you're only making one, it costs a lot of money to do that because you have to create the new tooling, the new molds mm-hmm. for the uh, for the rubber. Mm-hmm. When they're, when they're remaking these old sneakers, like Dunks, all these molds have already been made. <laughs> already been made. So they already have all the equipment to do it. All they See? have to decide is what color and what material and where they're going to source it from. I had no idea about this. This, so that, this, why, this is that just... Oh, my God. That's why they. That's why it's wow. in Nike's best interest to not create wow. new designs. Because it's not so know much cheaper to do so. I did not it's know not that. Because it, it's not because it's, it's, like, it's not for any other reason other than it's cheaper. You're going to save money. They save so much. That's why they're making so much We've money. We've made these. Because I, I, I always wonder, why do they just keep bringing up? They retro. They call it. A, and they keep bringing out the same exact sneakers. Because it's, it reduces the cost. So There's a oh huge. There's also. Here's the other thing. There's also a cost that they have to pay designers yeah to come up with these so there's yep. a huge upfront cost for developing a shoe don't gotta pay right that, not even man. just in the raw materials but just in the man hours mm-hmm. it takes to develop a shoe it's a huge process mm-hmm. it takes a lot of people mm-hmm. who get paid mm-hmm. in order to develop a sneaker yeah so they cut all that cost out wow. they cut all that time and time is money they cut all that out which is why they're so happy just re-releasing 20 pairs of dunks in a new year and I remember it was like, what, two, three years ago? It was like, all we got were Jordan 1s. That's all we got. There was a new pair of Jordan 1s every month. Every month you got some new one, and people went crazy. Went crazy. If people will commit murder over these sneakers, that's how Nike, Adidas with the Yeezys, mm-hmm. even A6, New Balance now, it's everywhere. Hype beast mentality, it, 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 it killed the sneaker game. And capitalism as well, but capitalism is behind everything in America. But that's why we're like, right now we're culturally like stuck in this like 90s rerun. Yeah. Even even this this jersey that I'm wearing, right? With the Nike logo like that. That's the old Nike logo. And that's why this jersey is so expensive. Mm -hmm. Like if you try to get this online, this is like a $200 shirt. Mm -hmm. And that's why, because it has the old Nike logo. Mm -hmm. And it's got this this funky, you can't see it on camera, Mm -hmm. but it's got this funky Nike print or this funky, or not Nike print. It's got this print Mm -hmm. that's inlaid in the jersey. Mm -hmm. We're culturally stuck in the 90s because all these companies realize 
we can just remake everything we've already done. We and don't. We don't. And it's gonna. It's it gonna sell just the same. It's gonna sell the exact same, and it's or even be, better than it did in it, the past. Exactly. Even better. So than So that's it did where in the we're past. like culturally stuck in the '90s. It's even the same with the clothes that we're wearing. Mm-hmm. Every company out there just going back to their old '90s shoes. The shoe that we designed is based off of the old '90s model exactly. from Asics. Exactly. Everything we're doing is retro. Is, is now stuck in the now. 90s. So now that I know that, so did they give you templates to choose from? <laughs> Oh, so they told you guys, yeah. you got to use yes. one of these. Oh, so that's what they did wow. For us. So they gave us the base. They're like, this is this is what we had to work for. Oh, see? So they didn't even really let you got that you no. you did create, but they didn't even let you really And, and we and we and, and the and I understand the reason they did it is cuz they can't afford to, yeah. to to spend money on the test process for yeah. us. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of money to test to test and develop a new sneaker. Yeah. So like I get it. Like it makes sense for that cuz we only have 3 weeks to make it. Okay. You know, we don't have all the time to send uh, to send drawings and get back samples from yeah. from the uh, factory, mm-hmm. but this is this is what's happening for every sneaker, mm. every sneaker that you see. It's basically been cut where you don't have to worry about the silhouette. All you have to do is pick whatever colors and materials that you want to use. That's crazy. And then all they're testing is will these colors and materials work on the physical design? Mm-hmm. And already the rendering that's used in the in pencil, we, there is a machine that it takes a scan of an object mm-hmm. and it can replace the material in a three wow. D render, wow. and it gives you a photorealistic three D render oh, wow. of whatever you scanned. Yeah. With a different color and material. Wow. So they don't even have to make the sneakers to know what it's going to look like if wow. they switch out the material. So all the work that Travis Scott does, right? If he's taking like a, a Jordan 1 or a, or even the Air Force 1s mm-hmm. or the Dunks, mm-hmm. flipping the swoosh is one thing. But once they do that, all that stuff is rendered to such to such incredible detail. They already know what it's going to look wow. like in different lighting, and in everything. different situations. Oh, that is crazy. They already know. So all that process is cut out. They're cutting corners and saving money. So if you're if you're if you're someone out there, I know it's so tempting to go crazy for these sneakers. Yeah, just don't don't let Nike get over on you. Like Stop. It's, it won't because things won't change and we won't see development until until it stops selling. That's it. Like until it stops selling, we're not gonna we're not gonna get any any we, periods of of great development or of great design. You know, we're not gonna have a Tinker Hatfield moment where he where we have one person who's like designing these crazy sneakers. The closest thing we have is Travis Scott. Or no. Not not, not Travis Scott, but I mean in what terms about, of sneakers. What about Kanye West? I and think Kanye. he's trying to re- revolutionize And that's why it's hard for me to like and that's why I have to give a lot of respect yeah. to Kanye. And I meant more at Nike in terms okay, of Nike, because, okay. they're, because they're the ones who are really like They're the giants. They're the giants. But mm. that's why there's there's not as many designers. Mm-hmm. And not to and again, not to disrespect the designers that are out there, like people like Jerry Lorenzo, Jerry uh, Lorenzo, mm-hmm. people like Virgil Abloh, even though oh, there are there are some critiques of his work, but even still his work in terms of developing you know, New reimagining ideas. new okay. ideas is still really saying. impressive. Mm-hmm. But that's why people like Kanye, like Lorenzo Afirigal, like Virgil Abloh, that's why they're so few and far between, but that's why their stuff sells so good. Mm-hmm. But even what Kanye's doing with Yeezy, have you noticed that there hasn't been a ton of new Yeezy stuff? Yeah, no. I mean, once the once the 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 what the three fifties blew up, like the 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 350s blew up, and then there was a three a three fifty V two. Yeah. So now it's just new colorways of the same of the thing same that's happening. Thing. There's the how many thing. colors of the 350? Yeah, and of the I like the 700s. Yeah, the 700s. I like those. I think it's the 500s. Uh huh. Um, like, but it's just new. It's colorways. all of the same Once, thing. And but that's the formula that happens. Now. I want you to pay attention to what happens. 
what what happens is when they develop a new sneaker, mm-hmm. it starts out super limited. The mm-hmm. best example I have of this is the NMD in like 2013 okay. and Boost. Okay. Boost and NMD were brand new technologies. Mm-hmm. So it was like NMD fever, right? There was that one pair of like that were like red, white, and blue that are still like ten thousand dollars. Oh my goodness. They're still super hard to come by. Mm-hmm. They're super limited. Really high level collaborations. Really exclusive drops. Mm-hmm. But over time. They get a little bit easier to get. Mm-hmm. A little bit easier to get. Mm-hmm. It happened with um, Yeezy, too. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you couldn't get your hands on Yeezy. It, you, couldn't. you couldn't. And now what they do is once they build up the hype, they pull the rug out by making it easier and easier to get. And so by the time you are able to get one, you still think, wow, like I've got my hands on a pair of Yeezys, mm-hmm. even though the stock is at 50000 yeah, 100000 mm-hmm. By now, it's, it's, it's a commodity. By now, it's super easy to get. And they have that down to a formula. And again, all this stuff's been optimized. They they already know the exact t- the exact time they have to wait yep. and the exact release schedule to have in order to optimize the the desire for these shoes. They got the formula. It's all a formula. They got the formula, the secret formula. And it's a shame. It really is. Because it prevents, it prevents us from having more moments like the NMD. The NMD is trash now. No one wears Boost. Nobody. No one wears NMD, and there was a point for like two or three years where that's all anybody wore. If you were a hype beast, mm-hmm. right? If you were like, if you were really deep in the game, like you were wearing NMDs mm-hmm. at some point. You're you, right. You've either bought them or worn them, mm-hmm. and now they're like, and now you the same same thing that happened. They're just a general release. That's crazy. <clears throat> That's what happened to... Seeing that happen to Foams is what blew my mind. It, it happened to Foams, too. And Since it's going to happen to ones. Jordan 1s. If they keep doing this, mm-hmm. it's going to happen to Dunks. Mm-hmm. If they keep doing this... And it ha- it, we've seen it happen to all these... It's insane. This is insane. It's crazy. And they're just... What what the 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 wake up moment for me was going through that program and and kind of putting like two and two together. Yeah. And Dwayne Edwards, he's a re- a really great sneaker. He's one of the only black sneaker designers for Jordan. He's okay. A, he's the only one. I think there's seven people who've designed a Jordan sneaker. Okay. He's the only black one. Okay, I didn't know that. And he really changed the way that I look at shoes. Mm-hmm. One of the things he said that always stuck with me is that. He walks into a room, never once, and again, this is maybe a little bit of exaggeration, but I don't doubt it, Mm -hmm. never once has he walked into a room, and he's like, I've never walked into a room and had the same sneakers as anybody. Mm. And you believe it, because, like, for eight, for when we, like, every day he walked in with a new pair of Asics, Mm -hmm. a new pair of Jordans, Mm -hmm. a new pair of New Balance, right? Every day it was something new. Mm -hmm. And he was like, even if you don't have the, like, the money to buy a new pair of shoes for every day of the week. He said, "Focus on getting like focus on not being like other people. Yeah, get some shoes that Fo- like, you don't see everybody getting. Exactly. Focus on, and that doesn't mean it has to be exclusive. It doesn't yeah. have to be the one of five hundred pair that you paid, you know, uh, uh, like arm six and months, leg for yeah, yeah. six months, six months wages for. Mm-hmm. You can get stuff that's hard to find mm-hmm. or stuff that people aren't wearing for cheap. It's often easier to do that because people don't like it. People don't like it because it's not popular. Exactly, and that that's what really kind of changed my understanding of sneakers. I don't like, yeah." I obviously like you know I love a good dunk I love a good Jordan 1 mm-hmm. like it's always tempting like you you want to buy those things mm-hmm. but when I think of what I really want to wear I'm always in the mindset of let me get something that people haven't bought my best example is the the Puma the Kuzma the uh, Kyle Kuzma's Pumas that just dropped let's look at those because I don't know what they look like exactly I don't even know what they look like if you look up uh, Puma Pro Right here, top one. Oh, okay. Oh, these are Kyle Kuzma's. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Hold on, let me switch it here so to this so they can see on the podcast. 
Okay. So I because all the all the new all all the everybody in the NBA now is going to Puma. Yeah. All the young so, guys. The, so these are like a like a weird hybrid between a, a performance shoe and a streetwear shoe. They're a little yeah. bit heavy to actually play basketball and a little bit clunky. I wouldn't recommend it. But when you put them on, yeah. I'm almost positive they use Adidas Boost in them. Oh. Because that's Boost it. isn't Adidas's technology. They, oh, it's not. They license that. Oh, I didn't know that. They it's from a German car seat manufacturer. That's oh, where they got that from. That's wow. why Adidas is so expensive oh. because they. So, they source that but puma is also a german company they're using a either boost or a boost replica so their most comfortable shoes i've ever worn mm-hmm. they look great yeah and no one has them nobody i never and wait what's these. the what's the um current resale on them look 80 bucks 80 bucks you can't beat that 80 bucks you can't I, beat that i would be better off have not bought Got them. them at retail i paid i paid almost twice yeah you did you paid double almost i paid double for less from from double. retail yeah, wow. And no one, no one's ever, no one's, no one, no one has them. At yeah, least no. that I know. There might I'm be someone not, out there. Who, of course, someone has them, but I've never seen them. But I've never, I've never seen someone talking about them. Never. And they're like, they're my favorite pair of shoes now because they look, they look, they, for me, like they look really good. You can disagree if they look good, but that's what, that's what I'm that, saying. It, it, all that matters is what it looks like to you. Exactly. You're the one you wearing. You can go out them. and get a pair of shoes like that, and those were, remember, those were from Foot Locker's Twelve Days of Greatness. Those wow. should have been a big release, mm-hmm. but they, they flopped. I love them, and that's all that matters. I think they look good, and no one else has no one else has seen them. That's how sneak. That that's how it should go, and I think that's how it was. Yes, well, but, that's how it was because you could get you could get you know cheap dunk. You could. Get I remember. Cheap ones. I remember a time where when I was in high school, I graduated high school two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. We used to walk downtown. So this is 06, 05. I used to walk after practice, or sometimes not during basketball season. I'm walking downtown North to catch the bus. Mm-hmm. And you walk past the sneaker stores. I went to St. Benedict's Prep, right next to downtown North. You go to next to VIM or whatever, one of these stores, mm-hmm. and you saw whatever new sneaker was out, you saw them downtown. Yeah, you, you saw them walk, in the storefront. You could walk downtown in the store if you had $160, because that's all they were. It wasn't $200 yet. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they were like $140. If you had $140, you could go in and you could get... The Jordan, the 14s. Mm-hmm. You can go and get. Uh, you can go and get the DMP pack with the um, the sevens with mm-hmm. the with the uh, the black and gold and sevens. That's how you found out about them. You either got a magazine because that wasn't like the sneaker industry wasn't really big on the internet at that time. No, it wasn't. It wasn't huge. So you either got them in like a magazine or you heard about them through word of mouth or you just had to see them in the store. And, and you and went down. It. You went down and you saw them. Yes. And they were not sold out. You could go in and you can buy them. If you had money, because I I went to I went to Benedict. Some students had money. They uh, people would have. I will. I will, I've seen people like let's go downtown. I'm about to buy some sneakers, and mm-hmm. they went downtown and bought new sneakers. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's, it was just as simple as that. And that's I think I I don't think it's ever gonna happen again, or not for any time soon, because capitalism is running rampant and hype beast culture is at an all time high. It I was never before. Is, I think what's gonna happen is there's gonna be a Countercultural shift away okay. from like away from these exclusive drops, yeah. Away from the the sweating and the waiting in line and yeah. entering fifty raffles to get nothing. I think what's going to happen is is people are going to start are going to start stepping away from that and just being like, I'm just going to go and look. I'm just going to go look because instead of letting Nike tell us and Adidas tell us what what's what's hot, instead of letting what like you know uh, what hypebeast dot com tell us what's good. People are going to be like, I'm tired of listening to this because yeah. this is trash. Yeah. And the best experiences that I've had, uh, especially recently, 
is you go to the mall, yeah. you go to a Foot Locker, okay. or a House of Hoops, or any one of those sneaker stores, mm-hmm. and you can get them on sale, and you find and you can find them, you can look at them in store, and oftentimes it's things that you haven't seen, and most of the time it's like general releases. Mm. Mm. Oftentimes, the best looking shoes are the general releases mm-hmm. of like you know of the normal models, mm-hmm. and those are the ones that no one's ever really seen before, and you're gonna get a lot of props for them. Mm. Like that's 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 what I that's where I find my gems nowadays. Mm. You know, and I, I, the same thing happened. I had the tribe called Quest Vans, Ooh. and like again, those shoes were supposed to be exclusive. They flopped, mm-hmm. right? Because they just didn't get a lot of traction, but every time people see them, they love them. Love them. It's a great conversation starter, mm-hmm. and I literally got them six months after they released by going into a Foot Locker. I saw them on the shelf. I was like, "Do you have these in a 13? He's like, "No, our other store does." Oh wow! And they were on sale. Wow. See, we can all we we all have to cross our fingers and hope what you're saying is true. Yeah. Because this is re- enough has been enough. And I know I'm tired of it. It's, it. It will reach a point. It will, it will happen naturally. This isn't sustainable. No, it know? can't be. It's because it's, people, it was a long time. Yeah. It's been going for a long time. And it, the same thing, the same fatigue that you described over Ultimate Team mm-hmm. is going to happen here. You can't keep doing the same thing over and over again yeah. and have success. Yeah, you, you know, even even though that's what Nike's trying to do right now, mm-hmm. literally doing the same thing over and over again, it will it will shift because eventually this isn't going to be the most efficient way of making money yeah everyone and their mother is gonna ha- is gonna get tired of this system it's just that that i truly believe that's how it's gonna work yeah, people are tired of striking out yeah i think ps5s and what's going on with the next gen consoles is gonna help because yeah. people are tired of the bots and, stri- and they're like i'm not paying you reseller i'm not paying you this crazy amount of money everything for what i no, i'm not doing popular it popular is now up for resale exactly and it's gonna it's gonna reach a point where people like this is I'm not, Crazy. and the resellers are going to be stuck, mm-hmm. and then that's when it's just they're going to have to all sell, and it's, that's when it's all going to normalize. It yeah. should. It's gonna. It's like it's a bubble. It's, like, a, bubble. it's a bubble. The bubble got to pop. pop. The it's bubble got to pop. Not to be like a, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but the resale bubble. Like I don't see this. Like people are are going to get frustrated, like being like, you know, like this is a console, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to. I do this. I shouldn't have to do this. It's gonna do it's gonna be like this for everything, bro. We're gonna be we're gonna be forty years old trying to buy a fridge. Yo, have to buy all the fridge sold X. out. I gotta go to yeah, this is all ridiculous. the couches sold out, bro. You gotta go get it on stock X. Exactly. Like that that's that's when you know. So it, it's a huge resale bubble. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna pop because people just don't wanna pay that much money for things that we don't think should be resellable. Yeah. We're gonna reach that that wall where like no, like these things shouldn't be resellable. I should be able to go into the store and buy and just, a, yeah, I should a, just a, get a game console. Yes. Or I should be able to go. Even shoes. Even like, shoes. It's going to be the point where people are like, I should, if I want this, I should just be able to get it mm-hmm. at normal price. I agree. I think what what I think is there, there, there couldn't have been a better note to end episode number 178 with. Tim came down, got on the pie. It was a great episode. You're always welcome to come back on the Thank podcast you. whenever you want. Even when you when you out at school, you can always call in. I got the the Zoom link right here. Bang, you can call. There's the number. I I, I can send it to you. I got your number, Perfect. and you can call in the podcast whenever you want. It's been great having you on. You could give the people all your your socials or, or something if oh, you want to. Man, I'm good. Oh, you staying all, low key. Staying low key. Is, all I gotta plug. You know, if you want to follow me on IG, uh, it's at twii20. There That's it really is. All I got. If you want to talk or you know, I like to post stuff on my story, stay connected with stuff like this. You there know? you go. Like to like to get involved with music and other stuff like that. So okay, that's all I got. So. 
If you made it this far, shout out to you for listening. Shout out to us for keeping you entertained. Episode number 178 of the Left Hand Labs podcast. You know you can follow the shop as well as the podcast on all social media at Shop Heirlooms. S-H-O-P-H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M-S. We didn't do the sponsors, so let's do the sponsors now. I got to get in my sponsor voice. I get close like this. This podcast is sponsored by Shop Heirlooms, Premier Vintage Goods and Memorabilia. You can follow the shop as well as the podcast, as I just stated, on all social media at Shop Heirlooms, at S-H-O-P-H-E-I-R-L-O-O-M-S. Come down to the shop. It's almost it's a new year. It's time to get some new wave. I know you got Zoom classes starting up soon at your college, and I know you want to look nice because you see the apple in your of your eye in your Zoom uh, window when you're in class. So come down to the shop or go hit the website, www.shopairlooms.store. Next day shipping on every order, unless you order on Saturday. Post office closed on Sunday, so you got to wait till Monday. And you can get you some new wave. And I think that's it. We made it. Hour 30. Got a long episode for y'all. Upload it now. Make sure y'all rate and review on the iTunes podcast app. It's free. Doesn't cost you a thing. Subscribe to the YouTube. Shop Airlooms on YouTube. And like the video. Subscribe to the YouTube. All that kind of stuff. Till next week, we're out of here. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, eyes open. Episode 178, we out. Peace. There it is. Bam. Stop streaming.